there's a shift in the marketplace that I talked about last week. And guess what? From an operational standpoint, from an agent standpoint, we didn't really see anything change, right? Just kind of everybody kept going their own simple way. And so I just want to make a big difference. Like you've got to make sure that you make the changes now. Like Baron talked about yesterday, if not, you're just going to wake up three, six months later. Your pennies have gone from 10 down to two. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area. And this is how we do it. And I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, the pieces of the kind of the section and stuff. We'll talk about a new version of strategic seduction that we taught before. It's kind of a newer 3.0 version as well. But we'll talk about one more thing that has to do with what I talked about last week and really how do we dominate the shift? That's what's been on my mind the most because I talked about it last week and guess what happens? No shift. Nothing <laughs> for us, right? There's a shift in the marketplace, but I talked about it last week and guess what? From an operational standpoint, from an agent standpoint, we didn't really see anything change. Right, just kind of everybody kept going their own simple way, and so I just want to make a big difference. Like you've got to make sure that you make the changes now. Like Baron talked about yesterday, if not, you're just going to wake up three, six months later. Your pennies have gone from ten down to two. Why? Because real estate has a very long sales cycle, which means I can't really feel what's going on. It's a slow death for most people, and so agents outside of here are just going to continue the norm, what they've been doing. And then what happens is they wake up and say, "Oh, day, my business has really gone where, where, where it used to be very flourishing." Why? Because Market was super hot. People are coming to them in a frenzy. And when the frenzy backs off, you got to make sure you double down your output piece. Does that make sense? And so I'm going to talk about this as well. It's kind of a different piece of how to handle the shift as an agent, right? And it's kind of the shift mindset. And I'm going to be doing this because I talked about it last week, but I think there's a certain piece where I didn't go deep enough where we see a lot of the challenges. And really, how do I win going through it? We're not really feeling it yet. You can feel something's off a little bit, something's a little bit different, but you're not exactly sure why. And so it's important to know the data and what's going on and make sure I can make the adjustments real time. Talked about last Tuesday, right? Talked about it. It all said Wednesday was very light in the huddle. Thursday is very light in the huddle, right? We got to make sure, and even the training online, that, look, there's got to be a massive shift in how I operate my business. Otherwise, I'm going to fall victim to this. My goal for us as an organization is that we're light years ahead of everyone else, just like we always have been, just like we were in 2008. And we're able to position ourselves early before people start scrambling, going crazy for the market share. Does that make sense? But the weak average agents without training, without really guidance, are not really going to know what to do. And that's a great opportunity for us to what? Capitalize. Level up, capitalize, and step in and capture that market share. Right? And so how do I battle through that? The first piece that's obviously the hardest, I think, for anyone and everyone is the guy to do one thing. What do you think it is? Who said it? What was it, Brandon? Show up. show up, right? I got to keep showing up. When? Every Consistently every single day, right? Barrett had a question yesterday. What did you ask me yesterday? Afternoon. What did you ask Joe and everybody else? Where's everybody at? Where's everybody at, right? Monday afternoon, certain things going on. Barrett made a big observation and said, look, there ain't nobody here. It was what, 3 o'clock? Some are showing properties. But reality, everyone out of 30 some people is not showing properties in the afternoon every afternoon. Or we got all kind of stuff going on. Why does it matter to show up? The easy leads, the lay down, things that come to you, right? Are you here? The walk-ins, the call-ins, right? There is power and proximity, meaning that, hey, look, uh, somebody gets a call-in, Rich needs to hand an appointment out, he's going to give that to whoever's closest who's available. Same thing on the listing side, right? Jeremy gets more listing appointments because Jeremy's here. Just very, very simple in terms of how life works. But there is a power in this going forward. It really matters a lot. Number one, it's going to be belief or energy. Why? 
You're paying, you're paying the price, right? When you pay the price, others don't. You feel like you automatically deserve the, the reward. Ed Milet talks about this a lot. He talks about turning up the temperature, right, in your life and your results because once you turn it up, you feel like you deserve more. There's also a belief in terms of how you operate, how you push, and how you show up. Like me, if I work out in the gym by myself, I can work out all right. I work out with a group of people, a bunch of people. Guess how much I, I work out? The same or more? More, why? There's power and proximity in who you're around and what you do, which is what we provide here in value in terms of organization. Right? I watch people winning, getting appointments, getting bells, getting certain things. It just allows me to make sure, I can, hey, look, I can make that extra dial. I can do that extra thing. And there's just a power just being here because when you're here, all of a sudden things show up in your lap, so to speak. That makes sense? Also, meaning from the Tuesday, Thursday meetings, very, very important in that scenario. Right? There's a power also in your surrounding, meaning that, hey, look, I'm watching what's happening. I'm learning what people are saying. I'm learning this little thing. Hey, I say, look, man, I'm having this problem, this objection. What would you say? Now, have somebody beside me who can hear it from a different perspective and they can give me some insight or have someone who's been here for a while, who's been through some things and say, hey, look, man, that's an easy fix. You just say X, Y, Z makes a big, big difference to have that power and proximity of being here consistently in that piece there. Are you guys with me on that? How do I do that? Right? I must take sure I have a very, very specific, what? Schedule, right? Have to make sure I have that. That's the first step of that. We talked about this 25 times already, but it's very, very important because some people still can't get that. Right? I must have that schedule and I must stick to it in terms of, hey, look, here's what's happening. Here's what I'm doing, but as things shift and you're not feeling this yet, that's why I'm planting this seed now, why I'm teaching this early, because as you start to see the effects, right? And I'm not saying we're seeing a crash or anything. I'm just saying we're going to see effects of things slowing down. And if I see anything drop by 17%, I'm concerned, meaning that I got to take action. What most people do is they hear this on last Tuesday, and guess what to do? Same exact you've been doing for the past 52 weeks. Feeling like, hey, look, it's not really going to happen to me. But ultimately, I'm telling you, it happens soon. Watch your pending, what's going on. You got to find a way to make up for this 17%. For us, you got to do that by capitalizing, taking market share from someone else who's not willing to turn up their temperature, right? Their results, aka their effort to get more of that pie. Does that make sense? Same amount of 6,000 plus agents, 17% less deals. There's got to be a way for you to make up for that. And the number one way to make up for that is going to be through effort in that scenario. Does that make sense? Now, the crazy part is everyone believes that they do this, but a lot of times you look at the numbers, they do not. We'll talk about that in a second. Second piece of this, which is super important, which comes along with this. These two are tied together. But the second piece of this, what do you think it is? I've talked about it many times. It's consistency. What do you think I mean by that? And I put this in there for a separate one for a reason. And consistency in doing what? Showing up. Here's the thing I want you guys to understand. Agents do this all the time. This is really one of the biggest problems I've had as a leader, as a business owner for me to understand is like, why does it happen over and over and over and over again? And this is not a beat up session. This is me trying to help enlighten people, figure out what's the difference. Why do certain agents have certain things happen all the time, but the employees always show up consistently? What is it? It's a mindset, right? The lesson here Overall, it's to quit letting yourself off the hook. What do you think that means? I can say it's because it's crazy in the day, like 
Agents do this consistently over and over and over. Something happens in their personal life. Something happens at home. Something happens. They need a haircut. Whatever it is, right? Instead of waiting until Saturday to get a haircut, they just say, you know what? It's Tuesday afternoon. I'm going to go take a haircut. Right? Meanwhile, what an employee do? They can't do that because they have a schedule to follow, and they follow the schedule. That's how they get paid. All of a sudden, they don't let themselves off the hook. They hit that finish line, and they have that piece of consistency. And I want you to ask yourself as an agent, where am I letting myself off the hook? Because what's happening is this is where it gets you. This is where it catches up to you, just like a diet, right? I eat perfect, great about 90% of the time. Work my ass off the gym like crazy. I'd have double results probably if I just did what? Fix that other 10%, which is usually on the weekends doing something else. Guess who the highest ones usually are? Highest producers and employees. Why? Because they treat it the same exact way. And so I want you to ask yourself, where am I at? Let myself off the hook. Because what happens is, all of a sudden I have one thing I got to go out of town. Right? Then something happens when I get home. Right? Then I got to go to this wedding. Then I got something else. I got something I got to do on a Monday morning. Next thing you know, Pastor, you lose two fucking weeks. Back to back to back, not realizing, hey, look, here's why I'm letting myself off the hook. This is what makes or breaks as you go forward when the market shifts. Why? Because the masses don't understand and look at these things. They let off consistency, which is where the fundamentals make the difference. Are you with me on this? Very, very, very important in that scenario. Second piece of this, which is connected, which is kill the excuses. Whatever it is, I hold strong to this consistency. Why? Because there's power and consistency in me constantly showing up. Why? Because it builds this thing here called momentum. The fastest way to kill momentum, right, is to have this stuff going on and be off the horse, on the horse, off the horse, on the horse. When in reality, you can just rode the horse the entire time, be much further along than everyone else. And this is what makes or breaks a difference between someone who sells 40, 50, 60 homes a year and someone stuck at 20, 30 homes a year. Every single time. You go right back to the track of the numbers, how consistent they are, how consistent they are, and overall it's what makes or breaks them on the back end overall. Third piece of this, make sure I have a full day. So easy to do what? Let myself off the hook. I've been there, done that over the years. One thing I did is just treat it like a true job. Why? Because we know that freedom is what kills everyone in this business. You can get away with it when the market's in a frenzy. Why is that? Because the inefficiency is made up by people who are in a frenzy to buy some stuff from you. When that frenzy is gone, the inefficiencies are exposed, right? The water goes out and all the people right there are left on the sand or either obviously they move somewhere else. If that makes any sense to you guys. There's a whole saying to that, right? When the tide goes out, it exposes everyone. Yes. So very, very important to understand that piece of it here. To do that, the third piece here I've got to make sure I'm doing is I've got to make sure I'm living in integrity. Living in integrity. What does that mean? Yeah, right? I've got to do what? And here's the reason I share this, because people don't, they can't see themselves doing it. You can see everybody else doing it, but you can't see yourself doing it. And so you got to do what? Slow down a little bit and say, all right, where am I not living in integrity here and what I'm saying I'm going to do? I'm actually showing property in the afternoon or I'm just showing two or three and then going home, sitting down on the couch, watching something else. Am I actually hitting the finish line or am I doing two or three things and then pretending I'm at the finish line? Am I just going doing something else? Right? That's the difference. Am I going to play golf at three o'clock or am I hitting the finish line and then doing it afterwards? Whatever that is, you know. But the freedom is what kills realtors in this business. 
They're used to structure, they have structure. They're in a job, they have structure, they treat your structure, and all of a sudden, they have a place where they don't have the, the exact structure, and we're not gonna babysit here. That's what allows them to kill themselves in the business. So, right, first part of that, SFL. But what am I doing? I'm actually doing the output I'm supposed to do. The most powerful thing I can do here to help you be successful is teach you how to think. It's the hardest thing to do, but it pays the most. Very, very important. Second thing we talked about, same thing last week, I must be able to hold myself accountable. And the third piece of this, which I, I think is very, very important, and I just want to remind a lot of it, is that I got to realize that there's this thing called the piper. And guess what happens 100% of the time? You got to pay the piper. I see it over and over and over. People come in, they feel like they can escape the piper. You come in, all of a sudden the consistency's not there, right? Not showing up. And what happens 100% of the time? He shows up, want to get paid, pendings go down. The, 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 the freak part comes in. That's what they call the real estate roller coaster, right? The person freaks out. All of a sudden the pendings aren't there. They can't figure out why. But if you go back to the last 60 days, these two things here really kind of get off track. And then the piper comes back. And the one thing I remember is I cannot escape the piper. It's much easier for me to keep outrunning the piper to make sure I have these two here so that I cannot have to worry about freaking out and having what? The stress of business. What gets most people in real estate is the stress and the ups and downs of it because there's so much of a roller coaster because they don't keep these things here in place. You with me on this? And so that's one thing that's super important that I wrote is you can't outrun them. Fourth and final piece of this, I mentioned it a little bit, but I didn't go in depth like I wanted to. Fourth piece that I have to do in a shift to make sure that I can dominate is I got to make sure I level up. I have to make a conscious effort to level up in a big way to offset any downside, right? Offset any uncertainty in the clients, less searches in clients, right? Why? Because now conversion becomes harder. Why? Because there's less buyer belief. You guys with me on this? So the first part of leveling up, what do I need to level up? All these are right. Number one is going to be mindset. Why? I've got to maintain my certainty. The clients need certainty. I need certainty. My family needs certainty. And so part of that's going to be I have to be very purposeful about working on my mindset to make sure I'm staying in the right place. Meaning that I have confidence in what I do. I'm borrowing that from other people. I'm listening to things that give me confidence and give me really what I feel is a competitive advantage. Be podcasts, audiobooks. Things like that that really helped me. It could be meditations that like we talked about, like I shared the other day from Brian Tracy. He has a very, very good video. This talks about millionaire mindset. How they think, what they do, how they operate. And so I really have to, when there's external forces that are going down, I have to bring in internal forces that drive my mindset up. And really that's going to be the easiest ways of listening or reading books. Because it allows me to know I'm paying the price, I'm doing what needs to be done. I'm protecting and weeding that garden from negativity that may come around anytime, anyplace. Also, I have to protect that. So somebody in my life or my work or somebody negativity, whatever it is, what do I do? Punch them in the face. Punch them in the face. Get it out of my face, right? I don't tell, deal with negativity from, from family, from friends, from my workers, anybody. The whole reason we have that on, on the wall is so you can punch them in the face, right, figuratively. Very important. Second piece here, you guys mentioned it, the role playing is skill sets. This is going to be key going forward. Why? Why? 
There's more objections, new objections, objections you haven't had before. So I got to be very good at understanding what are these new objections going to be and how do I overcome them with a certainty? And so part of that's going to be number one, logging them, understanding, hey, look, where I need to get better. How do I listen to Jordan? How am I getting much, much better in terms of what I'm operating on and what really makes a difference here? Dollars are inflated, markets are on crash, right? All these things are simple objections that can really be overcome very, very easily with data and really a word track. Political stuff. So political stuff. Right, you already get the new president, though. Yeah. Right, so I mean, ideally, guess what? You got to make sure that what? I'm prepared from a skill set standpoint, and this is really easy. It's hard though, because it really sucks having to do that. But it's one of those things where you just have to, over and over and over and over through repetition, can really master that mindset and master the ability for you to be able to throw out objections. This comes from reps, right? Jeremy had one yesterday. The hard objection on commission. I gave something back to him. He said, "Man, that was good." Right? Just comes from just doing it over and over and train your mind how to think to overcome these certain objections through a word track, but that comes with understanding the psychology of the buyer or the seller. With me on this? Which takes what? Time spent here leveling up. How much time have you blocked out the last seven days, right, for your skill set, mindset, and leveling up? Very, very important. Third piece of this, I gotta spend time leveling up my capacity. What's capacity, Brandon? Uh, being able to take on more. Yep. You mentioned it last week, right? Some, I think somewhere in the meeting. Um, is that capacity? Capacity is my ability to deal with more. When you get brand new, you get one or two deals and you freak out and lose your mind. And you've been here for a while and your capacity expands. You have 10, 15 pending, no big deal. Why? Because you're leveling up your capacity. This is very important right now because I have to up my efficiency, up my effort and my output. As this goes down, I have to get more efficient in how I operate, which means what my stress level is going to go up. And so I got to constantly be okay, understanding, hey, look, I'm stressed out now. How do I deal with myself, deal with my stories, deal with things I'm saying to allow me to level up my capacity so I can handle more to make sure that I'm getting better at what I do? And if you play this right, we're going to eat up market share and you're going to gain market share from other people, which means you're going to obviously add to your business. You with me on this? Very simple. It's a small decision. Here's the deal. There's not going to be that much difference between people who lose business in this and who gain massive market share. A few degrees difference of really effort and output what they're doing, which is why I'm teaching on this stuff right now. We can get away with the inefficiencies when there is a frenzy, but you cannot get away with those right now. How do we know that? Market's down 17%. Okay? Very, very important. And part of the reason you all don't feel it as much, if you notice, commission checks have gotten bigger right as prices gotten higher so all of a sudden now you don't feel inefficiency for less transactions i can watch some of you all who've been here year over year your year to date is down in terms of transactions but your volume's up a little bit you don't even notice it so very very important to understand that piece the fourth piece of this is i must level up my effort you have to do more you have to double down it's a, it's a game it's a game of business life anybody watch um the last dance last night I don't watch my TV, but it's on SportsCenter, The Last Dance, which is Michael Jordan. He just talks about all the times that he was down or he lost the series. Guess what he did? Double down. He literally started practicing the next morning. Right? He lost, I can't remember what it was, like 93, 94. He lost to, uh, what was one of Horace Grant? I think he lost to the Magic with Horace Grant. And then all of a sudden, the guy, Tim, what's his name, who wrote the book? Who was Michael Jordan's trainer? He wrote the book, Relentless. We, we, we all read that a while back. Um, he just said, he asked Michael, hey, look, sure you want to take some time off? Let me know when you want to get started again. He said, I'll meet you there tomorrow morning. Right? The night after, 
Lost of, uh, only the finals, like the NBA finals. So ideally, what do you got to do? You got to find a place here to level up the effort when other people aren't because that's how you're going to capture market share. There just becomes a point where you add more dials, you add more text, you add more effort. There is a way for you to differentiate from everyone else by just having more touches in terms of clients, people out there, whatever it is. Does that make sense? And so just understand that, hey, look, that's part of the game. It's okay. And just settle in and not look for the finish line. A lot of times people work, look for the finish line over and over and over versus being okay with just leveling up the effort to win the game. Does that make sense to you guys at all? We did these Warrior Week things. They would go through these evolutions in the middle of the night, all night, to help you think that you were going to be to the end of the evolution. And guess what would happen? Next phase. You would keep going for hours and hours and hours and once you finally just gave up and quit looking for the finish line it wasn't that painful at all you just were just along for the ride and so part is understanding hey look where do i need to level up these pieces in my business right now uh, for me to understand look what do i got to do the number one biggest points of leverage are right here so i know you can look at the overall huddle attendance for everyone and figure out what that is if i had a job i show up eight percent of the time would i have a job so quit treating your real estate like it's not a real job you can't work 20, 30 hours and expect to be successful and make hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. On the flip side, though, you can put the work in and work a full 40, 50 hour week, right? And make 20, 30,000 dollars in a week. It's not that much difference, but the difference is what's costing you the massive effort, massive success you want on the back end. You with me on this? And I feel the energy. I want you guys to feel it good because there has to be some type of wake up shift and say, look, I've got to make sure I get these double down because you cannot sustain a business the same way you even operate when it's down 17%. Thankfully, we're not down that much yet, but you got to make sure that you're adjusting for this ahead of the curve. Unlike what Baron said, hey, look, six months later, it shows up. There's a big problem.